When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Does a robot know you like a neighbor? Insurance Corporation will fulfill requests to cover anyone, anything, anytime, anywhere, with most standard algorithm in the order it was received. Please hold. Robots don't know you. We do. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting the insurance coverage you need always starts with a conversation. Find a Farm Bureau agent at fbfs.com slash protect. It's your future. Let's protect it. You're listening to the Chicago Audible Podcast, changing up the way Bears fans stay up to date on their favorite team since 2015. Now get ready. Because it's time to bear down. Hey, what's going on, you guys? Nicholas Moriano here from the Chicago Audible. Practice just wrapped up what would be day seven of open practice here at Bourbon A. Uh, you know, today was actually a decent practice. Really hot. Again, really hot. I was in the shade for most of the time, which is great. But today overall, I think offensively, defensively, and even special teams uh, overall was a pretty good practice uh, just to start off, I'll go with the offense just to keep things normal. I know Will and I in our last one that we did, we kind of went all over the place, but I'll just keep to a to our regular format, starting with the offense. Uh, right before I even got into you know the gates here at uh, Bourbon A, I actually met Anthony Miller's uncle, and he he knows he follows the podcast. Got to meet him, talk to him. He kind of gave me a cool little story. Didn't know this at all. He's like, hey, Nick, if you want to tell your listeners, uh, your followers um, about Anthony Miller, a cool, cool thing, he's actually somehow related to Scottie Pippen. I was like, wait, what? Anthony Miller, you guys are somehow related? He's like, yeah, we're, we're related. I forgot how they're exactly related, but that was just an interesting little tidbit that Anthony Miller's uncle shared with me before I got into the gates at Bourbon A. So they got that Chicago connection. It was just meant to be that Anthony Miller was supposed to, you know, play here for the Bears. And we're going to stick with Anthony Miller because I know I've been talking about him a little bit lately, whether or not he's uh, he hasn't been maybe had that chemistry with Mitch. Today, you guys, was a lot better. 
This is, this is the Anthony Miller that I wanted to see all of training camp. He came out today, and Mitch was actually targeting him uh, in practice. Look, there wasn't maybe many completions because there was a bunch of great plays by some of the defenders, but at least Trubisky was looking his way. And that's what you want to see because Miller ran some great routes. They're especially, oh, man, in the one-on-ones, the, when I happened to glance over, I checked to see what number 17 was doing. He was one-on-one with Eddie Jackson. And look, Eddie Jackson, we all know, one of the better safeties, if not the best young safety in the NFL. One-on-one coverage, Anthony Miller is just a craftsman when it comes to route running, setting people up, and he just ran a simple little comeback, comes back to the ball, gets Eddie Jackson a little bit off balance, able to catch catch the ball seamlessly. Then he gets one-on-one with Prince Mukamura. Again, not really a... Um, not much competition there because Anthony Miller beat him bad on a post route. And then after Anthony Miller catches the ball, he's near near some of the fans, so he's kind of high-fiving them as he uh, caught the ball in the end zone. But I saw a lot better things from Anthony Miller. And again, encouraging. I wanted to see this. It finally happened. And I, like I said earlier, Trubisky was targeting him. Not necessarily completions, but... At least Trubisky's looking that way. Progress is being made. I know it's maybe a little critical earlier, but that's what I wanted to see from Miller, especially being a very important piece of this Bears offense. But that chemistry is getting a little better. Just sticking with the wide receivers, sticking with the offense. Allen Robinson, man, he made one of those plays where you come away from training camp all the days I've been here, uh, now six days, um, even though this is day seven. Um it was one of those plays where he dove and just caught the ball and you're just like, wow. There's not many receivers that could probably make that play. And the ball from Mitch Trubisky was perfect. There wasn't any other place that Mitch could have fit this ball. Again, this was in, I believe it was in team drills. It was in between two defenders. Allen Robinson just makes one of those signature diving catches in the end zone, touchdown. Best play, arguably the best play of practice today because it was just one of those plays where you're like, only a number one wide receiver can make that. Hell of a catch. And even Javon Wims, a guy who has been, as I, I named him on one of the other podcasts, Mr. Consistent in one-on-ones. It was him versus, I think it was Kyle Full. Today is the day you're going to find your chill in this wild, wild world. Number overthinking, self-doubt, or spiraling negative thoughts. We can't control all the variables in our lives, but at a little bit of chill podcast, we can learn how we want to react to them. Chill is a vibe, a podcast full of inspiration, practical tools, fun, and a whole lot of laughs. Check us out. A little bit of chill, the podcast. Join Callie and Will for a little bit of chill, the podcast drops every Thursday. Who was in coverage and man-to-man coverage and just goes over the top, is able to come back to the football, make a hell of a catch in the end zone. These wide receivers are making plays for their quarterbacks, and it's great to see. But I think those are really the standouts at wide receiver. I know Riley Ridley did practice today. And I have here in my notes that the only time I really saw him line up in actual team drill 11-on-11 was really early on. It was a trips left. He was the inside slot closest to the tackle. And then on the very – a couple plays later, he was a wide receiver on the left side. Didn't see him run any routes in team drills. Maybe he did. I just didn't catch it. But I think today was just Riley really just kind of getting used to things. He hasn't been in full full go, full pads, but today was his first day. So I think he was just kind of getting eased into everything. But, 
hey, he's out there, he's practicing. Uh, another wide receiver who wasn't Emmanuel Hall, number six. Again, I think a lot of fans had a lot of uh, upside for him, maybe potentially making this roster, maybe as a practice squad guy, but he has not been practicing. So it's going to be very hard with a stacked wide receiver room for a guy like an Emmanuel Hall to make any kind of contribution to his team if he's not out there you know, practicing. Uh, moving on to the tight end. So we had some guys that had a really good day. And then you had Adam Shaheen. We'll just start right there. Very frustrating day uh, for if there are any fans of Adam Shaheen. If there, if there are, congrats. Great. But today was not his day. Had a couple of bad drops. There was one where Chase Daniel was throwing him the ball. It looked like some kind of vertical route. I don't know if he did anything before that. He had to adjust to the ball. But good placement by Chase Daniel. Shaheen is late to adjust. Hits him right in the hands. Wide open. Drop. And you're just like, Adam Shaheen, come on. You're finally practicing, and it's actually a full practice, and you come out with that. And then in another session of team drills on the opposite side of the field, Mitch Trubisky is getting blitzed. He has to get rid of the ball quick, and bam, another drop from Adam Shaheen. So, again, that's not what you want to see from a guy who hasn't been practicing, who hasn't really showed anything now a couple years into the league. Not a good day. But who did have a good day at the tight end position, Will's guy. If Will ends up watching this, he better. He better end up watching this. If he ends up watching, Ian Bunting, number 49 out there, is consistently making plays. And bigger thing, lining up with that number one offense, first team offense. He's not always getting all the reps, but he's out there with Mitch. He's out there with the entire unit. And he's the one making plays, catching the football, not dropping it. I don't know. It could be a little a, a wild card there, but Ian Bundy, I think, has a pretty good shot of making this roster. Didn't really watch a lot of offensive line play. Um, again, it's kind of hard to watch when you're the only one here. But offensive line, there were a couple plays. I, the one player that I did see, Kyle Long, ended up right on his ass. Again, really the only play that I saw. Not necessarily a bad thing, but uh, that was the one play that kind of stood out, like 75s on the ground. That usually doesn't happen. Um, sticking with offense, now going to the quarterbacks here. Mitch, I would say a little bit of up and down. But, like I said, that throw to Allen Robinson, hell of a throw. A dart where he can, that's the only place you can actually put the ball. Then there are times where he's trying to fit the ball into Allen Robinson when there's no nobody open. Uh, Allen Robinson did a some kind of corner route towards the left uh, sideline. Prince Mukamura was there to intercept him. Again, not a best decision by Mitch Trubisky, but, I mean, that's his guy. That's the one wide receiver that you can definitely tell the chemistry is there. He trusts, and he's going to go to him regardless, but you don't want to see that happen from Mitch. There are other times where um, just in, in seven-on-seven seven drills, he is, you know, intercepted. There are a couple times where Cleo Mack could have easily just taken him out. But you got to live with that, especially with Cleo Mack. Um, really, from the offense, those were some of the bigger kind of takeaways from today. Uh, again, Ian Bunning had a good day. Mitch Trubisky had some of those throws where you're encouraged, and then he had some of those other ones where you're questioning. Okay, you're going to try to fit into double coverage. Uh, yeah, I know Allen Robinson's a good receiver, but let's not make that a habit because we, we – We've seen that before with quarterbacks, Bears quarterbacks trying to fit into double coverage. It 
Jay Cutler trying to fit into, you know, places where things are not open. Just want to see Mitch maybe make some better decisions there. Running backs, you know what? It was, for me, my vantage point in practice, I didn't get to see them do the one-on-one drills with uh, the linebackers for the blocking, so I don't know who had the upper edge there. I know David Montgomery had a couple of nice catches just out of the backfield, you know, exploiting those linebackers. He's going to be such a weapon there, you guys. Consistently, he's been doing that. And, you know, just kind of reading what other people are tweeting, all the other bloggers and some of the reporters. Apparently, he did some really good things in the blocking drills. That's what you want to see from your third-round pick, first one in the 2018 draft. 2019 draft, sorry about that. Um, So, didn't see much of Tariq Cohen. Again, it's, it's tough to kind of keep an eye on all these guys. Uh, Karis White was out. He was practicing today. Didn't see much from him or Ryan Nall. And then Mike Davis, again, didn't really see much. But that doesn't mean they had a bad day. That's just kind of what I saw from the running backs in general. Mostly Montgomery just kind of making a couple catches out of the backfield. Went over quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends. Yeah, I think that's kind of wraps everything up for offense. It's kind of a strange, strange video. Just uh, me here. But going on the defensive side of the ball, player of the day. Not just defensively, offensively, or anything like that. Easily the player of the day was Buster Screen. Consistently making, you know, plays on the ball. Didn't get any interceptions, I don't think, in team drills. But he's just batting away passes is able to stay with the receivers. He was locked up with Anthony Miller twice, was able to deflect the ball two times. It's a good decision by Trubisky. It looks like it's open. It's just great plays by Buster Screen. So really impressed with him today. And that's what you want to see out of that nickel corner position. They're paying him some good money. He has the most guaranteed money out of all the free agent signings that the Bears brought in this offseason. And he had a very good practice, one that, you know, at my time at Bourbon A, easily the best one, best player of the day so far um, throughout training camp. Buster Screen had a good day. I was watching for the safeties. I know someone tweeted out yesterday that possibly going bigger at nickel and implementing a third safety could be an option. So I wanted to check if the Bears would do that today. That would essentially mean bringing Deion Bush, have HaHa Clint Dix and Eddie Jackson out on the field at the same time. And lo and behold, the very first thing they do on defense is actually bring out that formation. But it was in a Hail Mary type prevent type of situation. Throughout the rest of the practice, I didn't see anything where they had three safeties out on the field at the same time. So I think it was just more of those, you know, when an opposing team's trying to get those you know, last second yards or trying to get into the end zone, you're going to put out the three safeties. It just makes sense. Bring out that dime package. But I didn't see three safeties out on the field at the same time other than the time when then they were, like, preventing the Hail Mary pass, which the Bears offense, going back to the offense, they repped that a lot yet, um, early on in practice. Hail Mary, and then what they like to do um, to gain yards at the end of maybe a half or whatever it may be, is they'll go trips to one side and throw that inside screen. So whether it's Miller or Javon Williams or Allen Robinson, two guys will essentially look like they're going for a route, but they're just blocking. And Anthony Miller's catching the ball, running behind those blockers and just trying to gain any additional yards. That's what the offense did to kind of gain, uh, to start practice and to gain yards. That's That looks like 
what they are planning to do, but who knows what will end up happening with Matt Nagy and his creativeness. Going back to the defense now, uh, talked about the secondary, the safeties, and Eddie Jackson, he had what would have been a pick, but he kind of just batted down a pass. It was one in those Hail Mary drills. So it's not like Mitch has a high success rate of actually completing this pass, but Eddie Jackson playfully got the ball in his hands and just kind of batted down. So um, he did that. Nothing really much from HaHa or Deion Bush from my perspective. Nothing big kind of jumps out. Mentioned Buster's screen. Um, and really the starting corners, other than Prince of Mukamara getting that uh, interception on Mitch, I didn't see much from Kyle Fuller. He did get uh, outplayed by Javon Wims in a one-on-one situation. But nothing much from the starting corners. I did like what I saw from Kevin Tolliver and the few reps that I watched of him. Him and Tanner Gentry had a heck of a battle just in one-on-one, a one-on-one matchup. And Tanner Gentry ended up winning. But Kevin Tolliver, perfect position. Uh, couldn't really ask him for much more from a... Finally, a bed that senses snoring and automatically responds. Meet the Ergo Smart Base from Tempur-Pedic. Our first system that detects snoring then automatically adjusts by raising the bed. Get your best sleep all night, every night. For a limited time, save up to $500 on select adjustable mattress sets and experience the deep, undisturbed sleep of Tempur-Pedic. Get full offer details at TempurPedic.com. From your corner, just a great ball by Mitch, great catch by Tanner, it's good play by the offense. Good play by all three of those guys, really. Got some wind coming in. Got a weird angle here. They should be watching the waiver wire for a couple of tight ends soon. You never know. So I'm trying, I'll am i try to read comments here because this is a unorthodox uh, video and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, that was it from really the secondary. Defensive line, I got to see some really good reps from Eddie Goldman, man. There was a screen on the left side set up by the first team offense. Tariq Cohen catches it. Eddie Goldman comes from his uh, nose tackle position and goes over to the left side. Had this been a live game, a you know a opponent coming in, that running back would not have came back into the game. Eddie Goldman was in a position to just lay out Terry Cohen, and you could see he's really excited about the play. But that is that was a very athletic play by Eddie Goldman, just knowing what the play is, that play recognition, that you know football IQ. Heck of a play by Eddie Goldman. Um, Akeem Hicks had some of those plays where he's just in the backfield. Offense, um, yeah, wouldn't have gone anywhere, to be completely honest, had had it been another another team. Uh, and also, so there were a couple guys that were sitting next to me. And first time at practice, and they were just kind of asking some questions. I'm like, I don't know, maybe you should pay attention to that 52 guy. He's, uh, I heard he's pretty good. Khalil Mack, you guys. Every single day that I've been here, if he wants to, can wreck every single play. Every single play. And we have some pretty good tackles. We really, really do. And Charles Leno Jr. and Bobby Massey definitely have outperformed, you know, what has maybe been expected of them. But there are a couple of plays where Mac, he is able to get the angle on Tariq Cohen going at the edge. It's, it's insane to see him, you know, just practice every single day. And obviously it comes to fruition game time on Sundays but he is amazing to watch and the guys were you know chuckling when I said that and they were just watching Khalil Mack and that's that's just what he does he's a professional and he's a damn good one at that 
Uh, Leonard Floyd, uh, I know I tweeted this out from the account. He uh, made a good play on a, a run play on Tariq Cohen, and it was the height difference was just funny to see Tariq Cohen being five foot six and what Leonard Floyd's maybe six foot six, six foot seven, whatever he's listed at. But he wrapped him up, and you see those two next to each other. Hilarious to hilarious to see. Uh, from the linebackers, uh, I was also telling those same uh, people that were next to me watch Roquan Smith and the speed that he shows just from sideline to sideline. Man, fast. Again, he had an angle at Tariq Cohen. Not a lot of people can really get that, but he was able to. So, uh, fun to watch for sure. Um, Really thinking about it, that was, I think, the bigger kind of takeaways on defense. Buster Screen just having a great day. I know a lot of people people don't like him, um, and they're kind of waiting to see, see from him. Uh, just to see if he is going to actually lock down that nickel spot. But we, we have to, I think come week one, he's definitely going to be the starter. I think he's been the more consistent one, and he is practicing against the ones as opposed to a Duke Shelley who is going number twos, number threes, and repping against those guys. Looking pretty good. I didn't see much from him today, but uh, Buster Screen. he had a heck of a day, and I think that's you know ultimately a good thing for this Bears defense moving forward, just having, you know, someone that they can hopefully rely on. Going to special teams now. And Elliot Fry, Eddie Pinheiro, both kick field goals. A little different from what uh, Will and I have seen at the other practices where usually it's one guy, one guy will kick throughout the day. Today it was both of them. And I don't have my notes on me, but if I'm not mistaken, I want to say Elliot Fry finished 7 of 9 and was uh, made more field goals. And then Elliot, um, Eddie Pinheiro was 6 of 9. Elliot Fry was 7 of 9. So I don't know how they looked at um, the Family Fest. That was what, just uh, yesterday or whenever it was. Didn't, didn't uh, read up on that. Had a long day at work. Worked like 12 hours or something like that. Uh, but Elliot Fry had the better day today. He was the one who kicked the last, second to last field goal. And then Eddie Pinheiro wasn't able to make his. So that's, that's the, the kicking battle. It's still a battle for sure. But Elliot Fry was the better kicker today. And, I mean, that's really the big takeaways on special teams. Uh, usually whenever the reporters leave, the actual, like, Adam Johns, Adam Hope, those guys will leave once they're practicing their kickoffs. That's the time when I go because there's not too much going on there. There weren't any big changes. You see Cordell Patterson, Tariq Cohen, um, Marvin Hall, they're all back. They're kind of returning kicks. So didn't didn't miss anything there. But those are really the big takeaways, you guys. Um, you know, Mitch, I would say, I know everyone's always looking at Mitch, and I'm kind of just bouncing now at the end here, just wrapping up my thoughts. But I would say that Mitch looked better. He was taking more shots downfield. And that's what I kind of wanted to see from him because there were a lot of checkdowns from him from the first couple practices. And now he's just taking those shots. He's targeting Anthony Miller. That's what I like to see because I think he's a hell of a receiver, a hell of a route runner. And if you get those two, you know, on the same page, that's a dangerous combination. Um, Adam Shaheen really and literally dropped the ball today, did not have a good day, not sitting well with fans who, one, know that he isn't able to stay on the field is not able to, you know, make plays. He catches the ball in the end zone. He's been pretty good at that, but needs to be able to do more, especially being a former 
second round pick. And then defensively, obviously we know Mac's going to make plays. Buster Screen make, made a hell of a lot of plays today. Very encouraging to see that. And I think, honestly, this is a very good practice on both sides. There's a lot of good just one-on-one position battles. There was one rep. Now I'm just kind of remembering everything. I wish I could have set up in my car there. But, again, like I said, my phone overheated. Um, there was a rep between Allen Robinson and Eddie Jackson. And it's a great ball on a corner route to the left corner of the end zone by Mitch Trubisky. Throws it only where Robinson can get it. He's, like, trying to corral the ball into his hands, into his body. Eddie Jackson just kind of fighting with him that that last second before he goes to the ground and dislodges it. But that's what you like to see. Some of the your, your star players on offense and defense just having these one-on-one position battles. And whoever wins, wins, obviously. But those are two of the better players on this Bears team. And Eddie Jackson came out on top on that one. And then a few plays later, he makes that diving uh, touchdown in the end zone. So... Uh, great to see. Uh, I see there's a Dax Raymond comment on here. I didn't really see much from him. It's really um, been, uh, you know, some of the other back, Ben Broniker made a couple plays, but overall, I think the the takeaways, you know, like I mentioned, and Bears had a good practice today, but uh, that's really going to be it, you guys. You know, I was supposed to, uh, I think Will is going to mention who is the 500th reviewer. Because on uh, iTunes, we did get that, but he'll, he'll mention that at some point. But until next time, bear down, Chicago. Does a robot know you like a neighbor? Insurance Corporation will fulfill requests to cover anyone, anything, anytime, anywhere, with most standard algorithm. In the order it was received, please hold. Robots don't know you. We do. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting the insurance coverage you need always starts with a conversation. Find a Farm Bureau agent at fbfs.com protect. It's your future. Let's protect it.